0: Section 20 of The Wisdom of the Ancients This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org. Recording by Joshua Logue. The Wisdom of the Ancients. A Series of Mythological Fables by Francis Bacon. Daedalus or Mechanical Skill explained of the arts and artists in kingdoms and states. The ancients have left us a description of mechanical skill, industry, and curious arts converted to ill uses in the person of Daedalus, a most ingenious but execrable artist. This Daedalus was banished for the murder of his brother artist and rival, yet found a kind reception in his banishment from the kings and states where he came he raised many incomparable edifices to the honor of the gods, and invented many new contrivances for the beautifying and ennobling of cities and public places. But still, he was most famous for wicked inventions. Among the rest, by his abominable industry and destructive genius, he assisted in the fatal and infamous production of the monster Minotaur, that devourer of promising youths. And then, to cover one mischief with another, and provide for the security of this monster, he invented and built a labyrinth, a work infamous for its end and design, but admirable and prodigious for art and workmanship. After this, that he might not only be celebrated for wicked inventions, but be sought after, as well for prevention, as for instruments of mischief, he formed that ingenious device of his clue, which led directly through all the windings of the labyrinth. This Daedalus was persecuted by Minos with the utmost severity, diligence, and inquiry. But he always found refuge and means of escaping. Lastly, endeavoring to teach his son Icarus the art of flying, the novice, trusting too much to his wings, fell from his towering flight and was drowned in the sea. Explanation. The sense of the fable runs thus. It first denotes envy which is continually upon the watch, and strangely prevails among excellent artificers, for no kind of people are observed to be more implacably and destructively envious to one another than these. In the next place it observes an impolitic and improvident kind of punishment inflicted upon Daedalus, that of banishment, for good workmen are gladly received everywhere, so that banishment to an excellent artificer is scarce any punishment at all, whereas other conditions of life cannot easily flourish from home. For the admiration of artists is propagated and increased among foreigners and strangers, it being a principle in the minds of men to slight and despise the mechanical operators of their own nation. The succeeding part of the fable is plain concerning the use of mechanical arts, whereto human life stands greatly indebted, as receiving from this treasury numerous particulars for the service of religion, the ornament of civil society, and the whole provision and apparatus of life. But then the same magazine supplies instruments of lust, cruelty, and death. For, not to mention the arts of luxury and debauchery, we plainly see how far the business of exquisite poisons, guns, engines of war, and such kind of destructive inventions exceeds the cruelty and barbarity of the minotaur himself. The addition of the labyrinth contains a beautiful allegory, representing the nature of mechanic arts in general. For all ingenious and accurate mechanical inventions may be conceived as a labyrinth, which, by reason of their subtlety, intricacy, crossing, and interfering with one another, and the apparent resemblances they have among themselves scarce any power of the judgment can unravel and distinguish so that they are only to be understood and traced by the clue of experience it is no less prudently added that he who invented the windings of the labyrinth should also show the use and management of the clue for mechanical arts have an ambiguous or double use, and serve as well to produce as to prevent mischief and destruction, so that their virtue almost destroys and unwinds itself. Unlawful arts, and indeed frequently arts themselves, are persecuted by minos, that is, by laws, which prohibit and forbid their use among the people. But, notwithstanding this, they are hid, concealed, retained, and everywhere find reception and skulking places, a thing well observed by Tacitus of the astrologers and fortune-tellers of his time. These, says he, are a kind of men that will always be prohibited, and yet will always be retained in our city. But lastly, all unlawful and vain arts, of what kind soever, lose their reputation in tract of time grow contemptible and perish through their overconfidence, like Icarus, being commonly unable to perform what they boasted. And to say the truth, such arts are better suppressed by their own vain pretensions than checked or restrained by the bridle of laws. End of section 20